Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, that is us. Good evening, everybody. He's Rich Hornberger. I'm Orny Spanier. We're in for the guys, Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon, right here on Fox Sports Radio, a busy Wednesday, 24th day of November, the day before Thanksgiving. By the way, how's traffic out there? It's got to be murderous on you, huh? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it, the it's just a sea of red lights every direction you look. This is obviously one of the busiest 
travel days uh, in the 365 of every year in Los Angeles to say is congested is uh, maybe maybe underestimating. I, you know, it's so funny. I told you I went to the theater to the theater yesterday. Yeah, that's right. I left a little bit early to get the car in, in place so we could bolt out of there to beat the traffic. And I'm saying to myself, what are we doing? <laughs> There's no tra- if I miss one light, I get upset. That's traffic out here, you know. Yeah. There's no traffic out here. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. It, it, it can be pretty brutal. I mean, to go. Uh, I guess when I was driving up here today, to go what would normally take you five minutes uh, on a freeway nearby <laughs> took me some some part of a half hour, and I'm just white knuckling the steering wheel, and I got the Paw Patrol playing for the six year old and the three year old in the back seat, and I mean, you know, I I was wondering if if Chase was going to be actually able to solve this case. Or if Marshall was going to be able to help them, <laughs> help them deliver the victory, and you know the the patrol, the Paw Patrol, they pulled yes. it out, they figured it out, which is great. Uh, uh, but if I hear that theme song one more time, I mean, holy smokes! Yeah, that's one thing I don't miss out there is the traffic. That thing will choke you to death, my friend. Uh, no doubt about that. Rich Hornberger, Artie Spaniard. By the way, now that we've done a full hour of radio, I think I could ask you the hard hitting questions. Um, about Thanksgiving, you know, you've talked about the turkey and the side dishes and the pies and all that. Where does alcohol play uh, a factor in your Thanksgiving? Uh, you have uh, some of those relatives that um, as soon as they walk in, it's a drink in their hand and, and it never goes down or, or what? You tell me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every family's got one or two where it's like, you know, as as soon as you 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 start serving, they're just like, oh well. I mean, it's after three, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> so after three. I'm after twelve. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's off to the races. You go. Uh, you know, I I I I do business the way business is being done. I sort of, you know, like I'll, I'll compare it to my NFL career. Like when you had a officiating crew who was calling holding penalties. Well, you made sure you didn't hold. But if you had a crew that was going to turn the blind eye. Well, then, you know, maybe you're going to throw a couple of defensive linemen on the ground. And so, so goes my alcohol consumption, depending on the group I'm with. You know, if it's going to be a dry night, okay, we'll play, uh, we'll play Pictionary without tying one on. But, it, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to invite me to the, uh, to the cookout and you want to throw back some bourbons, let's, let's roll. Wow. You'll throw them now with the best of them, though, will you not? Or, uh, huh? hey, oh yeah. I got no problem. I got I no problem. Yeah, yeah. All right. We do have a lot to get to, by the way, you know, you're Penn State guy, um, kind of rivalry weekend. Rivalry weekend is now like three or four weekends. It seems like in college football, you got Ohio State, Michigan, um, Auburn, Alabama. Do you still feel? Because I, I kind of feel we've lost rivalries. I I don't even know if Ohio State, Michigan, still the rivals. Is it people try to say it's Michigan, Michigan State? Who's Penn State's rival? Is it Ohio State? I'm not even. What's so weird about yeah. about about Penn State is is they're actually I I believe their motto now for the football program is unrivaled and that sounds very kitschy it sounds very like oh we have no but they kind of they kind of don't the Nittany Lions were independent until the 90s when they joined the Big Ten and outside of a couple of uh, you know proximity rivalries like playing against Pittsburgh which they really haven't done very much of lately because it only benefits Pittsburgh really when they face each other or when they put you know playing Pitt it's like well if you lose 
you know, that's a huge win for Pitt. If you win, then it's like, well, you were supposed to be Pitt. You know, so it's it's kind of a, a lose-lose proposition for Penn State. And then the only other one, I believe years and years and years ago, they used to play West Virginia on a on a fairly regular basis. I want to call it the backyard brawl, something right, like that. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And uh, and that's really lost, lost. Uh, you know, it's been sort of lost over time. So yeah, Penn State really doesn't have like a, a conference or division rival in in the Big Ten. I think since the realignment happened, I mean, I remember the days back in Nebraska, Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. If, if you were even if you were if you were not a fan of either one of those teams, you were still watching that game. Um, just the sheer enjoyment of that one. That that was fantastic. And then you know, even though you still have USC Notre Dame, the USC Notre Dame rivalry not what it was. Back in what the, as Hartman would tell you, when I was a kid, <laughs> 60s, 70s, 80s, or or whatever, not even the same type of rivalry um, that it is right now there, Rich. No, certainly not. And then you mentioned Ohio State, Michigan. You know, if it wasn't so lopsided, it would feel like, well, wow, you know, that's something that really still does stir the Americas here on on our, our hemisphere. And the truth is it really doesn't because, you know, it sort of feels like pigs to slaughter when Michigan <laughs> – you know, faces the Buckeyes these days because it just has been that way. The 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 for the most part over the past uh, the past decade or longer. You know, and and you know, and that's really kind of where the talk about expanding the playoff circuit and inviting more teams to partake because Michigan's got a decent team this year. I mean, I don't think they're beating Ohio State in the regular season good, but could they end up sneaking into the postseason? And can you? Make yes. some noise. Yeah, yeah. like if you have 12 teams in, like you were saying earlier on, sure, yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, you figure you want a bigger table at the barbecue, but for whatever reason, these television networks and the college football playoff committee are still waffling over the idea. I say the more the merrier. Uh, I think Dan Patrick said a couple days ago that if they make the decision by December or January, they'll go for from 4 to 12 starting next year. Which, which got me all excited. Um, as for Michigan and Harbaugh, for the first time in I don't know how many years, we don't hear, Harbaugh's got to win this game or he's going to get fired. That's not going around anymore. I think his job is safe. He's done a good job. Um, blew that lead against Michigan State. I get a feeling that Ohio State game is going to be tough. You know, the line in that game was only six points when it opened. I think it's up to like eight or nine. So that shows you that's a lot of respect for Michigan. It'll be cl- a lot closer than people expect. But none of this fire Harbaugh stuff going around now, Rich. No, there isn't because you know you don't want to reset your culture on the uh, you know the the precipice of this great change in college football. You know, you fire Harbaugh, you're essentially admitting we're now in rebuild mode and we're going to start a new culture and you, you, we may have to weather a storm early on here. And the, and the truth is you don't want to do that. You know, you, you want to keep some consistency here. You want to have the same voice in the room because, like you mentioned, he's, he's had success. Now, has he won the most important game on their regular season schedule year after year after year against Ohio State? The answer is no. Well, you know, has he won, you know, major bowl games over the course of his, his time at Michigan? That's been a lopsided record. But is he a talented coach that helped revive that 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 uh, university's football program and got them to a point where they're contending year after year? The answer is yes. And if you do expand the postseason in the haste that we're discussing, you, you, want, you want Harbaugh there. I, I don't oh, yeah. think there's any doubting that. Uh, the, the Big Ten has kind of been 
um, you know, brought back to life. But as for Michigan, yeah, I I like this game to be close. I think Ohio State's offense is absolutely tremendous. I thought last week was going to be close against Michigan State. I said, oh, watch out for this one. I couldn't have been more wrong on that. But um, I've been waiting for this one, and I would love to see Michigan get the get the upset. By the way, Michigan would jump Cincinnati, wouldn't they, if they go ahead and beat Ohio State? They would n- drop Cincinnati out of that top four, I'm guessing, or no? Well, I don't think so because if you Ohio have – Ohio State then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Ohio State might drop. Um, and then, yeah, it could be Michigan. Yeah, You know, it's like – it's like this. Cincinnati hasn't lost a game yet this season. And if they win out, if if now with two weeks left of this playoff rankings, they aren't going to – if they don't lose a game, I don't I don't see a way where they fall out of the top four. You know what I'm saying? So Well, they could fall out of the top four right now. Like I said, if, if Michigan, let's say, barely beats Ohio State, yeah. then Michigan jumps into the top four. Maybe they don't drop Ohio State below Cincinnati. Next thing you know, Cincinnati's mm. back on the outside looking in. It's uh, yeah, I I guess, I guess I, listen, yeah. I could see it. Well, because let's it's a made for TV ranking anyways. So let's right. all be very clear with each other. If the the networks had it their way, Cincinnati wouldn't be in. It would be Michigan and Ohio State and, you know, potentially Notre Dame and Georgia. You know, it's just like you would rather to have these um, traditional prestige blue chip teams absolutely in this in this matchup down the stretch of the season, but I, I I don't know. It, maybe they threw him a bone and put him at four, and they said, "If if chaos reigns, you'll stay." But like you mentioned, if you have movement from the five spot, if you have movement from the six spot, and a team with one loss or two losses even right. has a better argument for the four spot than an undefeated Cincinnati playing in a Group of Five conference, then yeah, I could look again because it's made for TV. They want the best ratings possible, not the best teams playing each other. Rich, what am I supposed to do? Say just because you beat Notre Dame, that's good. No- that's it. We're gonna go ahead and put you in the fi- into the fourteen playoff because you beat Notre Dame and who Murray State. You beat Notre Dame and Navy, who you barely beat anyway. You beat Notre Dame and and a bad and Navy team, by the way. Yeah, yeah the, the Tulsa. Yeah, Southern Florida. I, I, I look SMU. Okay, I guess, but yeah, I'm gonna put you in. Because you're not a Power 5 conference, you don't have the cachet, and all you de- did was beat Notre Dame and South Bend, which is a good win, but that doesn't mean i got to put you, invite you to the party and put you in the 14 playoff because of that win. Uh, Rich, I don't know if that's fair. Well, you never know until you know. And and the, the tricky thing that the committee has in front of them is making a strong enough argument for one of these teams with one loss or two jumping them. And so that brings us back to the conversation we were just having. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I From a strength of schedule or a perceived strength of schedule conversation, you can make great arguments against Cincinnati having a bid. But the problem is they sit at four right now. Yeah. So if they finish 12-0 and and then they win their conference championship and then they're, you know, they're, they're, they're waiting to see who's going to knock them off and, and nobody came from a record standpoint – you're going to have some awfully hard feelings. Now, maybe this is the show they want. Maybe they want one of these teams to leapfrog Cincinnati and the Bearcats get left out in the cold. And that's the the strongest argument that, you know, these group of five teams are going to have for 
college football playoff expansion. And then it's undeniable. Like, you need to have more teams in there because this team got hosed because what? They, they, they're just unlucky to be playing in the conference they're playing in? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, yes. Because, because I, would be very, I would be fascinated to see what a Cincinnati looks like against a Georgia. I would be oh. fascinated to see what that offense looks like, you know, trading blows with an Ohio State. You know, should they meet? You know, if, if it goes down the way it, it – I mean, look, if it goes down the way it's slated right now, I feel like Georgia would, would feast on the Bearcats. But we don't know until we know. What happens if Michigan beats Ohio State, Notre Dame beats Stanford, and somehow Cincinnati loses to East Carolina? Um, Michigan jumps Cincinnati. Does Notre Dame jump Cincinnati? Possible. Uh, very possible. Po- more than possible. It's going to happen. If, if that scenario happened, that's going to happen. Yeah, well, I'll give you an example. And this is way, way lower down the list on the college football playoff rankings. So... You got Utah, who recently have gotten hot. The Utes, you know, uh, really rebounded. Uh, they started the season with Charlie Brewer at quarterback. They played against San Diego State, the Aztecs, and got beat by the Aztecs in triple overtime. And during that game, Brewer gets knocked out by the Aztecs defense, and this stud QB, Cameron Rising, comes in, and he's had a sensational season. He's really helped the Utes rebound. Well, now down the stretch of the season, San Diego State, who's got one loss and has already beat Utah, just got leapfrogged by Utah by two spots. Mm. And it's because Utah continues to pile on Pac-12 win after Pac-12 win after Pac-12 win. And the committee has made it clear. It doesn't matter if you beat the Utes heads up. We are going to value what we perceive as a better strength of schedule and put a three-loss team over a team with one loss Who's beaten the three-loss team? So to your point, this committee is not looking at what's fair, quote-unquote. They're looking at what gets the most national attention and appeases the masses. And so, yeah, I could very easily see the Bearcats getting leapfrogged by two teams and then having a strong argument that they got hosed. But then, you know, like it happened with UCF, then life goes on. They can yeah. buy the ring for their players. <laughs> and then and then everybody watches next year as the, the next group of five teams gets, yeah. gets snowed over. Just say you're number one. He's Rich Hornberger. I'm Arnie Spanier. In for the guys, Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Uh, when we get back, Jason Call, our NFL insider, stops on by. We got some NFL to get to. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Good evening, everyone. Rich Ornberger, Arnie Spanier here on Fox Sports Radio. In for the guys, Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon. As we start the fill-in season, you know that, don't you? Everybody was working. All the regular Monday through Friday guys were working. Up until now was the first day they were taking off. It started with Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Otherwise, all the big wigs were working. That's kind of surprising there, Rich. Yeah, know? listen, you know, you got you to gotta call in the A-team, though, when all of a sudden all hell broke broke loose, and that's why you and I are here tonight. I mean, it's uh, they had to call in the you know the big guys, you know, to handle business. So that's what we're that's what we're doing here, all the way up until 11 p.m. Pacific, uh, past midnight your time. Yeah, 2 a.m. I like the way you couldn't do the math, but we'll no. get to that later. No. Let's 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 get to our guest joining us now, editor in chief at Fansided.com, also a Hall of Fame voter. It's our buddy Jason Cole. How you doing, Jason? I'm fantastic. It's so good to talk to competent people. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Thank you for professing the truth right yes. off the top of this interview, good sir. He sounds sexy. I love it. I, 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 I love my I love my boys, but I gotta give them a little trouble. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, you're a Hall of Fame voter. I'm just kind of curious. What what do you look for? Can you? Is it strictly st- statistics or? No, um, yeah. No, it's it's really it's it's a smell test. It's it's a combination of all those things. Um, you know, you you take into account you know longevity, which is important. You take stats that are important. Impact that's important. You know, the eyeball test. Did they play on winning teams? Were they winning players? It's it's a really difficult process, yeah. um, and so it's you know. And I'll say this: this year's class is really really difficult because I think there are a lot of guys who, you know, some people will say you know no question that guy's a Hall of Famer or yeah there's some debate or you know he's very good, and those are really tough distinctions. Now Demarcus Ware kind of jumps off the page at me as a, as a high impact player. You know, the the wide receivers, you know, Andre Johnson, I think, is the best of that group. But it's a it's a difficult group to sort through. Um, and, and everybody has their own biases. And, you know, did they like the way that a guy played? You know, all those kinds of things that go into it. I, you know, I'm a big Vince Wilfork guy mm. um, because win, winning matters to me. And I think that position is so underappreciated. So and Zach Thomas, you know, I, I love Zach Thomas. You know, you've got Patrick Willis on there now, and I think anybody who saw the two of them play would say Patrick Willis was probably a better player, you know, on a given, you know, consistently when he played. But Zach had a much longer career and played at an extremely high level for a long time. So these are the kinds of arguments we're going to have, and I think it's going to be very split up. And I think it's going to be a fun. I think it's going to be a fun day when we get together and talk about these guys. It's going to be really, really interesting to see what are the convincing arguments. You know, Jason, I I find myself put off by subjective, you know, greatest of all time lists. And the re- <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and and you know, I'm gonna. I promise this ends in a question. I'm not just diminishing what you are tasked to do uh, mm-hmm. uh, with the Hall of Fame voting, but <laughs> I, I find it. I, I'm put off by it because how do you quantify the 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 necessity of a great defensive tackle knows like a Vince Wilfor against uh, against a much more noticeable impact player like a Patrick Willis. You know how how do you separate the greatness that is perceived uh, out at wide receiver versus the the true team building and foundational impact of an offensive tackle who anchors a great team, a winning team. You know, so yeah. it, it really does. It puts in in the crosshairs like. That that all of this is kind of nonsense. You know, we're we're discussing minutia and we're we're making uh, yeah. decisions. Uh, on, <laughs> you know. Rich, I know exactly where you're going. Yeah, and I won't disagree with you. Like, and and look, you know, it's like walking into the Louvre. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is a great Louvre comparison. And I, can, and I can walk in and I go, okay, this is some of the stuff's really great, and I'm like. And some of it bores me to tears, right? And, <laughs> and some of it I just don't get. And some of it, you know, and, and some of it's like, oh, my God, that's magnificent, right? And it's all in the eye of the beholder. And that's why you have a lot of people when we get together and we actually talk about it. And, and yeah, it's not like baseball where there are, you know, statistical milestones. And, you know, a lot of it is, you know, I, I mean, look, I can't tell you the number of guys that I thought – either weren't or, you know, true Hall of Famers or should be automatics. And I talk to somebody else and they're like, eh, 
I don't think so. You know, like you hear that. <laughs> and so it's it's part of the process and it's it's an inexact science. And uh, you know, I always get back to, you know, you talk about the greatest of all time, you know, Brady's the greatest of all time, or Jerry Rice, or Jim Brown, or, you know, and, and it's an endless loop of an argument, right? And I always say, look, especially with quarterbacks, list the top, like, eight guys. You know, I think we can all kind of agree that there's a, a group of about eight, maybe ten, whatever it is. Right. And, you know, one of them, you can have an argument of who was the, oh, who's the greatest of all time. You know, I'm a big John Elway fan. I went to college with the guy. I have my own personal biases, right? <laughs> but Brady's obviously had this amazing career, and Manning and all these other guys, right? I'll just say this. If we're picking sides for a team, and I have those eight guys on the board, I'll take the eighth pick. I'm good. Whoever you leave me on the board, I'll be right. all right. I can build a winning team around that guy. Hmm. No, but does it get heated when you did? Does it get, like, really heated? And Does anybody ever Sometimes. change your mind or no? I mean, there are some guys. I mean... Look, I, I've got I got heated with some guys about Paul Tagliabue because I was not a big ta- Paul Tagliabue, and I, it took me a long, long time to come to a decision on ta- Paul Tagliabue, mm. and I did not believe that he believed belonged in the Hall of Fame. But there is there is a very strong contingent who did, and I respect those guys and and what they believe in. But I didn't agree, and I had some critical factors that came into that decision. Um, you know, specifically around the concussion issue, where it's, where he thinks he showed a distinct lack of leadership and didn't protect the men who played the game. Um, and so I, you know, I had a, a really hard time. And, and, but it was that that one took weeks to discuss. And, and I talked to people who were very hard, very much in favor of him, and yeah, they weren't real happy with me. <laughs> I decided, but but that's okay, you know, like. That's part of the fun. I mean, and and to be quite honest, like, I mean, it would, it would be nice in this country, and I'm not going to go on some big soliloquy, if we could have arguments and, and discussions that are heated and we come out and, you know, about more important subjects than football, yeah. where we come out and we, like, sit there and go, okay, I still respect your opinion. You know, I don't agree with you. That would be nice. No, I and you know it comes down to respect, and that's exactly you know what you're what you're driving towards. Because at the end of the day, if you respect the opinion of somebody who has an op- oppositional view as yours, then you understand they're coming from a point of uh, of education, and they're they're trying to do the same thing you're do, doing, which is making all the puzzle pieces fit. Which brings me to this question about the era that these players played in, because you have this huge list of semifinalists, and you, know, you uh-huh. compare a receiver. You know who played in you know finished his career in 2015 versus a receiver who played in the 90s the majority of his career. You know statistical differences are profound because of the reliance on the running game back then versus now. Uh-huh. Does that come into play in a great deal, or how big of a part does that play? You have to adjust. I mean, fortunately, for the most part, guys did play in the same era. Now, I mean, Heinz Ward did not play in a drastically different era than. Steve Smith or, you know, I mean, they're, they're overlap quite a bit. And so there's not as big a difference between those guys, but I do remember a year or two ago, um, this one writer who I, I've never even met him. And, um, he wrote this column about the hall of fame process and he was talking about T.O. and how T.O. didn't get in and all these other things. And he said, look at the stats of all these other guys who were first ballot guys who got in all, all the way. And he listed Steve Largent. Hmm. 
And this is Steve Largen. He said, you know, Largen's, you know, stats come, you know, pale in comparison. I'm like, dude, he played in the 70s and <laughs> the 80s. <laughs> when, he, when Steve Largen quit, he was number one in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. Now, wow. he got passed and lapped by Jerry Rice. But that's Jerry Rice, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who, who I would make a very serious argument is is the greatest player of all time. Now I'm not sure many people would agree with me, but I would argue Jerry Rice was the greatest player of all time. Um, but but that's okay, you know. And and I just look at it and go, if you didn't like, you weren't you weren't old enough to see Large and play. But if you go adjust for his his um, numbers when he quit, like he was the best that ever played numbers wise. You know, maybe he wasn't the greatest who ever played, you know, you know, I mean, he's not Lance Allworth or um, some of the other guys who are in the hall of fame, um, but he's damn good. And so you have to respect those numbers that he put up and, and put them in their place that he was the best at that time in all three categories. It wasn't a chance thing. Yeah. He's Jason Cole, editor-in-chief at fansided.com. Uh, Jason, you have a great Thanksgiving, my friend. We do appreciate you stopping on by uh, on this holiday time, and uh, thanks a lot. We'll do it again. I have one question for Orenberger before you go. Orenberger, what's up with DuPars? Are they going to sell the re- are they going to sell it the dry recipe? What's going to happen? Oh my goodness! I'm so glad you asked. So the famous hotcakes at DuPars. I've just gotten my hands on some of the dry ingredients. I'll ship it out to you. I'll text you. <laughs> oh, please do. I, I got to have it. I will. All right, dude. All right. Later. All right. Take care. Jason Cole off and running. Appreciate him stopping on by. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, good evening, everybody. Rich Hornberger, Arnie Spanier here on Fox Sports Radio. And for the guys, Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! We start the fill-in season as people get ready for a little Thanksgiving. Hope everybody enjoying your Thanksgiving or going to enjoy your Thanksgiving out there. Be safe on your travels, would you please? I, I know you're in a hurry to get places, but if you're driving, just take a little bit longer. I'll get there a little bit longer, but you'll get there safely. Rich, I mean, you've played at Penn State. Uh, you've played in the NFL. You've got to have some great stories over the years. Got to have some rich story time. You got to give me one good story, okay, please? Sure, yeah. Um, you know, when you ask me that question, I don't know why. It's probably because of the proximity to the holiday, but uh, I have a Halloween story with the Patriots that was, at the time, it was just bizarre. So. I was a rookie in 2009 with the New England Patriots, and, you know, we had a pretty loaded squad. We, you know, I mean, every year you can look around and see pro bowlers everywhere you look, but Randy Moss was one of our teammates, and Randy was, uh, was, was a great teammate, really, really wonderful guy. And, and I mean, I'm so glad that he's doing media now and people are getting to see this personality because I think he got a bad rap 
for you know how he may have acted and been perceived different teams he played for before showing up in New England and even maybe toward the end of his time in New England. But great, great teammate, great dude, one of the funniest dudes to hang with. Well, somehow, somehow he convinced Bill Belichick to allow him to get in front of the team and announce that he's throwing a team-wide holiday party. <laughs> so we had a, a daily squad meeting. The entire team would sit down in their assigned seats and we'd be you know, giving Bill our undivided attention for anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour. And Randy got in front of the team. He called him up. So I'm like, oh, what's going on here? He goes, all right, y'all. He's got that thick drawl. All right, y'all. Listen, you know, we got we got games to play. I understand that, Bill. But, look, we also got to cut loose a little bit. So I'm throwing us all a, a Halloween party. Everybody's invited. Bring y'all girls. Bring y'all girlfriends. Bring y'all wives and fiancés. Don't mix them up, though. Don't invite both of them. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I'm looking at you. You know, he's pointing. He's like, all right. I'm just saying, just, you know, make sure. I don't want any fighting. I don't want any scratching going on, but we're going to do it. He announces that he's having it at a uh, at a, a, a roller rink of all okay. places. Okay. So, like, he's running out an entire roller rink for a night. I mean, I figured we weren't going to be there with like, you know, a nine-year-old birthday party. <laughs> so on our next day off after Halloween, we all go down to this, ro- this roller rink in the middle of nowhere, Massachusetts. And, you know, a bunch of the offensive linemen, we got a car service to, to drive us out there. And, we, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we had a couple of cold ones on our way and picking guys up. And it was, you know, it was, it was just a ride over there was fun. And so we get there and we got the wives and the girlfriends and, the you know, the, the whole bit. And I didn't expect to see any of the coaches, honestly. I figured they would all be like, oh, you know, if Bill knew we were coming to this, <laughs> you know, yeah, this exactly. party, I mean, no way. You know, I'm not going to be the one who, you know, has the picture, you know, with the lampshade on the head, whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> so we all show up at this roller rink, and little by little, more and more of the coaching staff start rolling in. I'm like, geez, wow, okay, he's got some brave guys on this coaching a staff. a party, yeah. So I'm dressed in like Daisy Dukes in a blonde wig. <laughs> wig. I'm wearing like a cut-off flannel shirt. I just look like, I, I don't even know what I look like. I look like the Tiger King. I mean, years before he was even famous. I, I, just, I look like I, I, w- I own my own zoo in Oklahoma. I, I'm drinking tall boy Budweiser's. Uh, you know, we're, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. Yeah. All of a sudden, through the front door, the best costume of the night, or I should say the best costumed couple of the night, walk through the door. And I'm just like, who the hell is that? Turns out it's Bill Belichick and his girlfriend, Linda, who show up at the party dressed in full pirate garb. And I mean, he's got the eye patch. He's got the fake parrot on his shoulder. He's got the sword. She's dressed as, you know, you know, a woman of the ports. I mean, it was absolutely sensational. That. And he was like convivial and fun. And he's having drinks and he's laughing. And Get we're, out of here. Dude, I'm not kidding. It was like this crazy fun night. And he was like, what are you dressed as? And I'm just like, honestly, Bill. I have no idea. I'm just... The same guy that's there on the Cincinnati? <laughs> that guy you're talking about? That's the same guy. And Get so we're all partying together. And then come Wednesday morning, it's just, like, it was almost like all of that was erased. <laughs> and it was just like, is this the same guy? Because he's like, listen, you know, we got the Dolphins and this defense is going to tear your faces off. And you're just like, <laughs> what, like what, what on earth? Like, I, I don't know if I could take everything seriously the way I used to. But yeah, that was my introduction to the league. Where 
where, you know, you got a player like Randy Moss who caught 50 touchdown passes for you, and he invites you to a Halloween party, you show up. I love that. I love that, man. I, I think I would have died if I would have saw Belichick. Belichick should do his, his uh, press conferences just like that. Like a pie. Oh, yeah, I think it'd be great. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs. For man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, that is us. Good evening, everybody. He's Rich Hornberger. I'm Marnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio. We're sitting in for the guys tonight. Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon, as we start the fill-in rotation. I don't think anybody Monday through Friday is going to be around the next couple of days, except for Rob Parker, because he likes to work a million shifts. Rob Parker. <laughs> he loves working a bunch of them. All right, a lot to get to. DeSager will join us in the uh, 45 past the hour. Give us all the latest news and notes that we've not gotten to so far today. It is the power hour of the show. Coming up uh, next hour will be the bonus hour, so we still got a couple hours to go. You know, when we started the show, Rich, uh, we talked about LeBron. 39 points leads the Lakers to an overtime victory out there. Um, I guess we find out now that during the game, he had a couple of fans thrown out of the game. He went to the officials, and in the video, you can hear a fuming LeBron say, quote-unquote, right blanking here and pointing directly to a couple of the fans. I guess a man and a woman, the female fan, uh, took one last jab at LeBron by pretending she was crying and rubbing her eyes. Uh, is it getting out of hand? Is LeBron getting out of hand out there with the uh, with the fans, or was he being a little sensitive? I guess we don't know what was said right now. Well, you know, LeBron wields a tremendous amount of power. We were talking about that in the beginning of the show because he got a light suspension for, you know, making pretty severe contact with Isaiah Stewart against the Detroit Pistons Sunday night. Uh, in fact, he he drew blood and he got a game yeah. to Stewart's too, you know. So we we know that he's a powerful man in the NBA. So if he wants a couple of fans out of an arena, I mean, there's absolutely no doubt that he's going to be able to point his finger and his bidding will be done. Now, I will say this, though. Even though he does have that power, I do think that LeBron is careful because he, he has crafted – uh, uh, a public image, uh, especially amongst NBA fans, that's respected. Right. And so, I, you know, it must have been something. It, there must have been some seriously coarse language. or It I, had to be because it was in the middle of overtime. Usually you, you deal with whatever you have to deal with because you're in overtime. Right. You're in the heat of the moment. For him to not stop the game but point them out in overtime shows you that actually something was bothering him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, and it's, and it's unique. It's rare. In fact, you know, we're just talking about this uh, scuffle he got into Stewart. You know, that was unique and rare. So, I don't know. Look, you know, I, it's a, the argument can't can be made that you know folks get grumpier as they age and maybe we're hitting uh maybe we're hitting that point with with grandpa james i don't know you know <laughs> what about the fans are we getting a little are we crossing the line more and more or are we just picking up more um of the of the fans doing it because of all the social media and stuff like that i think that in general i think yeah i think that we just have more eyes on bad behavior, you know, than we've we've ever had access to. It's so much easier to get, you know, a camera phone on somebody who's misbehaving or saying words they shouldn't be saying out in public, or you know, uh, you, you know, these questionable issues where it's a he said he said, but then all of a sudden you can go to the videotape because somebody courtside had a camera on the misbehavior, and it's very obvious that the fan stepped over the line as as opposed to before, where it's just a player going, hey, you know, I can't believe what just happened. They're like, well, prove it. You know, you know, there's no need to prove it anymore because the, the proof is everywhere you look. Everybody's a member of the media now. So there's that, you know, and, and also in general, and this is a controversial take. People hate this. 
But I have no idea why fans are allowed to be so close to the to the court. <laughs> oh. Like I, th- I mean, I honestly, I mean, from a player protection standpoint, you know, especially in today's age where we see copycat things go on all the time across the country with more exposure, like. Yeah, you know, what's it going to take? I mean, a player could get severely injured by somebody sneaking something into, you know, somebody's a little off kilter and they, they decide to sneak a weapon. In, you know, something, anything. It's just like give the players a little distance from, from you know, just like they do in the NFL, just like they do in Major League Baseball. Like, why? Yeah, but those are rich people that are on court side out there. They're, they're you know, that's Jack Nicholson you're talking about there, Rich. Come on now. Yeah, I guess Jack isn't going to pull a shiv. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Jack isn't sharpening a toothbrush and bringing it, you know, to Staples. Like, you'd make a good point, but you know, I, I guess, I guess, <laughs> you know, from a standpoint, for the fan safety and the player's safety both, it doesn't make sense that we need need to see Louis Batons on hardwood <laughs> down there on the you know so they do they do put them right on top of the court though don't they I mean you're you you're like what one or two steps away you're right there when when you're taking the ball out of bounds you're right there for oh, crying yeah. out loud I was watching recently this is a it's a really funny video of this fan who is sitting between the two benches like right right between the scorers table during a Kings game and Luke Walton was still the coach this fan just leans through, I think it was a dude, through his lap, and he just chucks, man. Like, he he must have had bad shrimp before the game. Something happened. And he just, I mean, he painted he painted oh the sideline. I mean, he just let it rip. And so, you know, he's firing away. You got players who are holding their noses. You got Luke Walton like, what the hell is going on over here? And then, you know, he just sat there. I mean, maybe he was overserved. You could argue that. <laughs> I got to tell you, the, the best ticket I ever got, um, and it wasn't even a sporting event. I, I went to the Chargers-Dolphins game, that famous game that was sold out, and got a great seat for like $20. But the best ticket I ever got was a listener that gave me a free ticket to you Hefner's wet and wild Playboy party in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh yeah, talk about stories. Yes, that's more for a podcast. Now, do, can, yeah, when yeah. when when they when they throw the party in Vegas, do they do they travel with the grotto? That's what I want to know. Does it come with them? I don't know. I, I, I let me tell you something. All I can tell you is that they. Uh, free booze and food, obviously. Good. I, I I had like a turkey leg in my hand. It was like I was like a fryer tuck or something. I was watching <laughs> eight hours of topless volleyball because that is a sport. You understand that, don't you? That, oh, yeah. yeah. That is a sport. And I'll just wrap it up by saying to this because I was single at the time. Um, me and my buddy were at the party and we were talking to two young girls for quite a long time. And they're like, uh, we're like, hey, we should go back to my place and, you know, continue the party. And and they're like, yeah, let's let's go. And as we're about to leave, and I, I can't even make this up, Paulie Shore comes up, <laughs> whispers something in their ear, and they just leave with Paulie Shore. And that was it. Yeah. That was that was the yeah. party. Listen, yeah, so. you know. <laughs> You got beat by a sure thing. No <laughs> oh, no it killed me. It, it was the, that's why I don't like Paulie Shore uh, to this day. All right, uh, we got a lot to get to on this day before Thanksgiving. Like I said, you want to get in at Orenberger. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Obviously, three games for Thanksgiving Day. We talked a little bit about the Bears and the Lions. Uh, where did we stand on this? You wanted the Lions to continue the tradition and continue playing on Thanksgiving Day. Why don't we rotate them like we do with the Monday? 
Monday night games to Thursday night games. Why does it have to be tradition on on, on uh, Thanksgiving? Why can't we rotate all the teams differently, or that doesn't make sense? No, it does make sense. I mean, just like you would on any primetime event. I agree with you. I think it might be time, and I'm sure I could guarantee you at this point, given the viewership numbers and the awareness of those numbers by other NFL owners, they're saying the same thing, maybe in hushed voices, because I'm sure, you know, from a standpoint of tradition, um, you know, the Lions want to keep that spot. I'm sure there are certain franchises who maybe not want to play on Thanksgiving Day, and they're happy that only, you know, two teams, or really, I guess, the opponents align. So four other teams are, you know, have to sacrifice the holiday. But I, I honestly... I, I I like the tradition personally. I don't mind it. I you know Arnie. I I don't know if you're in the. I kind of dig that the Lions play on Thanksgiving because it, it it's it's been that way since as long as I can remember. I remember sitting in the the basement dining room at my grandparents' house, and while I was choking down some dry white meat and just bathing it in gravy, I would look over and on the the television that at that point was a piece of furniture from the 50s, I was watching the Lions through a glass screen, and there's something comforting about the fact that they're still playing on Thanksgiving days now. Sitting on plastic as you were sitting <laughs> on your on your chair out there, uh, you know what? And, and you're right about that. It kind of goes back all those years that we've had the Lions on. The fact that we have three games now, I guess I'm okay with the Lions playing. If we had to go back to two games, I don't know if I'd be, you know, the same as that. Matter of fact, the Raiders are playing the Cowboys, um, which I think is going to be a blowout. But let me just ask you a couple things about that. One, the Raiders look good like the game after Gruden was gone. Yeah. They're not looking so great right now. They're starting to fall apart. Um, By the way, just before we get to the game, how's this Gruden thing going to turn out? Because if if I'm Gruden, um, you're not going to get your name back. No. So that leaves two other things, money and taking down people with you. Yeah. And, you know, you could say all you want, but that's only a human reaction that's what I want. I would say, hey, you're either going to release those 650,000 other emails or every owner take out $5 million and that's what you're going to give me. And if you don't do it by next week, then it goes up to $10 million for each owner. And you're going to go ahead and you're going to cave in because there's no way you're going to want this to go to court no. because you don't want us to see what was out there. That So he's going to get his money, and he's going to get a lot more than people think. At least I believe so. Oh, Rich. oh yeah, 100%. As soon as I saw that he was launching this lawsuit, I, I mean, first of all, I saw it coming because this is very similar in many ways and in result will be as well to how the NFL – Handled, handled Colin Kaepernick. Look, I mean, Colin Kaepernick, uh, he he launched a lawsuit against the league for collusion, you know, right. saying that these 32 ownership groups colluded against me. I wanted a role in the NFL. I have provable data that says I should be in the NFL if it weren't for this effort to keep me out of the NFL. And instead of, you know, sacrificing deposition and discovery, the NFL said, all right, how big of a check do you need, Colin, for you never to speak of this again? Right. You know, and, right. and so that's exactly what John Gruden's doing. He's saying, okay, just like you said, Arnie, you know, he's saying, okay, you guys want me out? That's fine. Well, here's my final swing. And yes. uh, and I'm I know we want to protect the shield, and uh, and I know the shield has made me a lot of money in the past. But um, I I'm, I'm gonna my silence 
is going to be paid for. And so that's exactly how this will end. And like you said, he'll probably never coach again. We'll probably not hear much from John Gruden ever again, but he will fade into obscurity, a very rich man. And they're going to have a tough time going up against the Cowboys. Now, the Cowboys have lost two of their last three. They lose to the Broncos, where everybody was surprised about that. They pounded the Falcons, and they lost an ugly game to the Chiefs where they couldn't get their offense going, um, which was quite surprising. But they had problems on the wide receiver front out there. C.D. Lamb went uh, with a concussion. So, obviously, he was out, and we got to the COVID situation that we'll get to in just a second. But uh, the Cowboys... Are they okay, or are they having problems, or was it just a a bad stretch that they're going through right now? Yeah, the Cowboys, look, they, they looked obviously awful against the Broncos, like you mentioned, and last week against the Rams, pretty inept as well. Or, excuse me, the, the Chiefs, pretty inept as well. Yeah. And what's, what's, what's scary about the Cowboys is how reliant they've become on Dak Prescott. You know, I, I, I believe in Dak Prescott. I think he is – absolutely a, a top 10 quarterback and and if not a top five quarterback but if you can't protect Dak then you're not going to be able to win because the run game really hasn't been there in in consistency the entire season so this offense goes and frankly this team goes as Dak goes and so there, there's there's no saving this offense if if Dak isn't 100% a or b if you can't protect him from the pass rush. And that was the story of the game. You know, you, you had a savage beating that your quarterback took under center. I mean, it was under duress the entire game. And and that's the tale of the tape. If if that continues, then the Cowboys are, are going to have a, a real spiral this, sec, this second half. But I think they're going to get healthy at left tackle. Uh, you know, they're going to get Smith back. And that's going to be a huge buoy for for the pass protection. And we'll we'll see if it's enough. Rich Ornberger, Arnie Spanier, sitting in for the guys, Jason Smith and Mike Harmon, when we get back. Heading into week 12 of the NFL, I know this. What do we know? We'll tell you what we know when we get back right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. <laughs> 